yeah and it's i think it's about 60 percent female to male okay who have long covid and it's younger than you think the average age my gosh in our population i think it was in the late 40s but it's it's 40s and 50s it's not what you think that it's 70 and 80. it's right. people who are in the prime of their life prime gotcha working. gotcha and, and those people are out sick right now a lot of them are um and they may not even know it and they just think that they're more depressed or they just have lost energy or they think they're getting old. Right, just, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure that we can turn this stuff around. There is hope and there are answers without drugs, you know, without taking a lot of drugs. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about improving our relationship with nutrition and exercise to achieve success in our fitness journey. And our special guest today, Mark Carboni, CEO of PN Medical, will help us do just that by sharing why 80 to 90% of adults worldwide have some form of breathing dysfunction and how to fix it, why we need to put our cell phones down, and the top five contributors of low energy, sleeplessness, sleeplessness, and anxiety. Without further ado, Success Fitness family, please welcome Mark Carboni to the podcast. How you doing today, Mark? Hey, Christian, thank you so much. It's an honor to be on the show. Um, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. Glad to have you. Now, where are you currently located? Cocoa Beach, Florida. And how's the weather down there? Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, our kids are surfers. They're competitive surfers. So we're on the beach all the time. Okay, okay. Yeah, and here in Peoria, it is, let me look at my watch. It is... Um, it is about 47 degrees here in this in December is usually it's uh it's not this is this is warm for December this is this is warm but the cold is going to come it's going to smack us right in the face here real soon so uh, I'm a little jealous of you with the uh with the nice weather you got going on down there I haven't been to Florida just yet but uh you know the years are still young and if uh Lord sees fit I'll be down there soon um well, come visit if you do when you yes, come down sir. You're yeah sir Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, how did you get into the medical field and the, your practice? Are you hungry but only have 30 minutes to meal prep? Then download my new e-cookbook, What to Meal Prep, at successfitnessstore.com. You will get three step-by-step -step written and visual recipes for one high-protein meal that's under 600 calories. I'll help you cook fresh salmon, steamed fresh broccoli, and quinoa in under 30 minutes to help you stay on track of your fitness goals. So go to successfitnessstore.com to download your copy today. Sure. Well, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started, I started my own business probably, gosh, 30 years ago. I'm, I'm 54 now. So actually even before that, but I, I fell into this. I was, I was. Great benefits, everything. And then um, I found out about PN medical, this company and how I found out about it is I, I married the founder's daughter Okay. And, uh, you know, that was, that was over 14 years ago. And then fast forward eight years ago, Peggy, the founder of the company, he was going to sell it to uh, actually one of her big medical customers. And I said, whoa, 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 you're sitting on a gold mine. There's so much, we can take this so much further. And she had been in, she actually created this industry that I'm in now. So this was, this was her baby back in 1979. She created the respiratory muscle training, this whole category. 
And since since she created her first invention, I think 60, 80 patents have have you know documented her patent back then. So eight years ago, I took over. She agreed to sell me the company. And it's been a blast ever since. Um, we've taken it from, you know, it was it was a very small company. Mm-hmm. She was very loyal to her patients, to her customers. And I, I kept that promise, but I wanted to grow it and build it out. And I grow, grew it into athletics and now it's into performing arts. So we help Olympians, um, World Cup uh, soccer players, all the way down to weekend warriors, uh, okay. you know, everywhere in between um, high school athletes and, and still medical. That's still where we, that's where all our research is. We have 2 million, uh, you know, customers that we've worked with over the years and we've learned so much about the power of the respiratory system. If you actually know how to master it. So a lot of learnings and I want to share, I want to now share everything that we've been learning over these years. Awesome. 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 And you know what? My listeners will appreciate all of your knowledge and, and research because one of the biggest things that, you know, where that, that actually encourages us to get up and, and move every day is how we feel and how we feel is totally based off of, um, our breathing and going through your, your, your answers that, uh, from the questions that I submitted, listen, everybody, I got, uh, just a, a education one-on-one on, on breathing. I'm like, man, this is, this is some deep stuff and I can't wait to dive more into it. And just for clarity, um, I believe you already, uh, addressed it. PN medical specializes in what, again, you mentioned, um, respiratory, sure. but just to be totally clear, PN medical, um, focus and specializes in what? Our specialty is the respiratory system. We help we help you either recover, sustain, or improve your respiratory system. And that's through respiratory muscle training devices. And if you okay. want, during this, I can do a quick demo, show you yeah, a couple sure. of the devices. You know, for when sure. we get I'd I like to get some juicy stuff first. For and sure. And then for I'll sure. be happy to do a demo. For sure, for sure. So with that being said, what is cardiopulmonary research or a researcher? What what is what is your definition for that? Yeah, a, a cardiopulmonary researcher because we do we do a lot of research. That's what we're we're known for is extensive research across multiple countries and multiple types of people. Um, like I said, from the sick all the way to the super one percent athletic or military. We have, we work with a lot of special forces. So research is is really at the cusp in education because we can't move forward without it. That's the key. So cardiopulmonary research is cardiology. So it's the study of the heart and pulmonology, the study of the lungs. And and really what people don't realize, you know, the heart is right there. It's connected right between it. That's why the left lung is smaller because it is really one system. The cardiopulmonary system is one system. They both do not work without each other and they work and they work in tandem together. I got you. I got you. I got you. And that's something that I didn't know that the left lung is smaller than the right lung, you know, and that is, again, you know, so much just knowledge and education that you have. And this is why, you know, we have you on the show. Now you mentioned about medical devices and inventions. What medical device have you invented and you're most proud of? Well, when I first joined, I, I've I've had software companies before and other companies, and that was my last that I spent a number of years in. 
So uh, when I saw her device, you know, eight years ago, when I really got interested in, and took over, I'm like, wow, we've got to make this a connected device because medicine is getting too expensive. It's just too costly. And it's all about the connected devices. It's all about wearables. So I first invented a, a, a connected device. As soon as you put the breather, you know, these, as soon as you put one of our devices in your mouth, okay, it can predict an exacerbation 14 days before the person even knows what's going to happen. Wow. So that was our first invention. And I was really proud of that. Okay. We have not taken that to market yet. We might at in the middle of next year, actually 2024, I believe that's going to come to market. Okay. And, and what is this device called again? What, what do you have? Do you have a name for it again? That's called Breather X. Breather X. Okay. That's our connected device. Um, okay. And then what we just did, what we just created, this is really exciting, is that I'm a three-time survivor of COVID and I actually got long COVID and people don't realize that it's 20 to 50% of anyone who's had COVID actually has the symptoms of long COVID okay. and it just persists for, you know, three weeks plus all the way up until two and a half years, people still have it. So okay. we just, we're going to launch this actually in soon, really soon. Um, it's a, a COVID breather. So okay. it's just for people with long COVID, which is up to, I think it's now maybe a hundred and it could be up to 200 million people across the world. Wow. So this okay. is pretty profound. And we just finished a study with Mayo Clinic, a okay. 2000 patient study wow. where they got our app, they got the device and um and they used it for four weeks and great results it's not published yet i i can i will be able to share a little bit with you um but it was really encouraging and we learned some things that i will go over with you after working with that many people okay things we learned were amazing and it actually helped me with what my purpose is in life it, it altered a little bit after this just because i almost it, like it really took me out okay and i still suffered from brain fog and I have some other symptoms. So I'm always battling with that. I'm getting better I because okay, I good. actually am a user. So I actually use the breather for my long COVID. So, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. For those who don't know, especially uh, me, I have never heard of the term long COVID. So can you define that what long COVID is? Cause I'm, I'm learning as you're talking right now. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So um, if you have persistent fatigue, persistent low energy, um, depression, anxiety, high blood pressure is, is still persisting, uh, the brain fog. And there, there are a number of other uh, symptoms, but if, if that's still persisting after COVID, you've got long COVID, you've got symptoms of long COVID. And what happens is that after you get it, it alters your autonomic nervous system really? and you have to okay. reset your breathing pattern. Uh, wow, okay. so and, and people don't know. I mean, we're right. I don't know that. Yeah, we're just getting the word out. I mean, this like gotcha. I said, the study's not even published yet. So it's serious. It's actually impacting. It impacts business. Um, billions of dollars are lost because people are are still out sick. Right. Right. Or they're right, just right. less productive. They're just low energy at work. Right. 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 And so, being that um, you know you are a three time survivor of, of COVID, I can remember uh, what. COVID kind of came on the scene that we pretty much knew about in 2020 mm -hmm. and probably about end of January, early February, I had this crazy cough. I was just, I was just tired. It was just felt like, man, when I coughed, I was literally going to cough up a lung. I didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. Um, so I went to, you know, the quick care and they diagnosed it as sinus, sinusitis, sinusitis, right? 
Yeah. And I hate missing sessions. I hate missing client sessions, but I had to like cancel sessions for like, like two days in a row. Um, you know how we are, the men. It's like, oh, you know, I, uh, my leg is broke, but I can still walk. You know what I mean? You know, that yeah, it was yeah. more one of those type of things. Yeah. And that was the first time in years that I got sat down. I got sat down and I didn't know what it was. So, you know, a couple months later, that's when, you know, COVID and the pandemic and the shutdown happened. And I'm like, okay, did I have COVID? Was that COVID that I had, you know, last month or, or, or a few months ago. And, um, I still, to this very day, I still don't know. Um, maybe about like a year later, I was, uh, officially contracted COVID, you know, once, once we got a test and I didn't experience none of those symptoms, those symptoms that I had that, that, that January or the February, the symptoms that I had, you know, when I officially got diagnosed with, with COVID, it was nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was nothing. So again, I'm still kind of just in question about that and how many people around the world probably had, you know, COVID before uh, we were all put on to, you know, what these symptoms were and the actual, you know, definition. And um, I did have some, some trouble breathing, you know, during that initial, during that, um, initial pre-COVID, I w- that's what I would call it, um, far as, yeah. far as, you know, far as that goes. And, you know, my, my, my breathing was, was, it uh, obstructed. Right. Um, yeah. so with that being said, what are the first signs of obstructive breathing and what should one look out for? Oh, that's a great question. Um, and actually I didn't tell you the type of people, this would help you too, not just the symptoms, just to close out on long COVID is that the the typical person that gets long COVID, I, I believe you're a high achiever, just the, the time I've known you so far. But so you're great that I don't think you got it because I think you'd know if you, if you still had these persistent symptoms. Right. It's high achievers, people that are just on and just going. So super active, super high achievers or people who are fear-based. Just, and a lot of us are, a lot of us right. have a lot of fears, but a lot of people are really fear-based. Right. most and get long COVID and it's actually moms too who are they're working taking care of the kids doing a lot of a lot of other things yeah people uh, are constantly women just moving actually, around yeah and it's I think it's about 60% female to male okay who have long COVID and it's younger than you think the average age my gosh in our population I think it was in the late 40s but it's it's 40s and 50s it's not what you think that it's 70 and 80. It's right. people who are in the prime of their life, prime gotcha. working. Gotcha. And, and those people are out sick right now. A lot of them are, um, and they may not even know it. That, and they right. just think that they're more depressed or they just have lost energy or they think they're getting old. Right, just, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm here to share that we can turn this stuff around. There is hope and there are answers without drugs, you know, without taking a lot of drugs. Right, right. And that's most important because- you know, contrary to popular belief, kind of going on with, you know, in modern society is, you know, a pill, you know, a med, you know, medicine or whatever. And there are a lot of holistic, uh, you know, things that you can do to better improve your, your health. And it just seems like those things or those options are just shunned. Like, don't even think about it. Don't even think about trying it. And it's like, some things are worth at least trying to see how your body reacts to it versus 
solely just going and taking a pill. Now, you do have to consult, obviously, your physician and your doctor for the, the best possible treatments of things. But, you know, there's nature around us. There's, there's, there's things that you can do naturally that can, that can help you out. So I totally agree with that. I totally agree with you in that. And, and now to answer your question. <laughs> go ahead. So obstructive breathing, it is a great question because people can get that confused with how you opened. So um, there's a big difference between obstructive breathing and then, you know, when, when people have dysfunctional breathing patterns. Mm -hmm. So to figure this out, if you do need to go see a doctor, because it's interesting, we don't do anything about our lungs. And hopefully by the end of this, you'll realize, wow, I get, I have to get to know my pulmonologist or actually meet one for the first time is that obstructive breathing is that you do regular, you're doing regular things, having trouble breathing, you're getting shortness of breath, but it persists and gotcha. it's, it's regular. It's excessive. Gotcha. And of course, you know, the key people with asthma, COPD, um, cystic fibrosis, and a number of other diseases. Yes. Okay. There you go. You're going to have obstructive breathing. You're, you know, things are going to be restricted, but dysfunctional breathing is totally different. So I don't know if you have obstructive breathing. Is mm -hmm. it, you know, can, when you work out, are you still gassed like 30 minutes later? For 45 no, minutes. no, no. I have a pretty decent, I would say decent because we can all, you know, improve, but fires for me personal, personally, no, it doesn't take me long to, you know, get like regular, just breathing, breathing back. If anything, I try to just really like push myself, push myself, push myself to a point to where it's like, I want to like, <sighs> I want to breathe like that, but you know, depending on how my knees are feeling today, or if I'm sore from leg day for the prior day, it's like, all right, I can't, yeah. I can't go full throttle today. Yeah. Well, um, more to explain more on that. I think, um, the, if, if you want me to jump into dysfunctional breathing that, that we all yeah. go were breathing just fine when we were, most of us yeah. typically are, are, our great breathers were belly breathers when we're born right and something happens at like age five or so where we start breathing higher and higher in the chest okay and the higher up you go in the chest the more you're actually stimulating the wrong part of your autonomic nervous system you're stimulating the fight or flight responses gotcha. so it's, it's um it's not it's not healthy so Again, we don't realize we we're doing it because it takes 10, 20, 30, 40 years for you really to get to that state. And then by that time, you're 50, 60, 70, and you actually think that you're just getting old. And then the other thing hits you too that you may not have known is that lung capacity starts going down for all of us around the age of 29 or 30. Wow. Is that everyone's lung capacity starts shrinking. Guess what? You can stop it and you can reverse it. Really? Uh, okay. So okay. it's, and, and again, you, you know, you'll die of a heart attack, die of other things, but by not getting the right efficiency of oxygen and CO2 in your system for decades, you're right. killing yourself. You're, you're slowly dying. You just don't see it because it's so slow. And, right. and, you know, by the time somebody's about 70, mm -hmm. did you know a lot of people after that age have, will never take a full breath? Get out of here. Ever. They just, it just, you start, you just start slowing down. So you got to keep your thoracic cavity just moving. Of course, you got to breathe right. We'll get into that, how you breathe right. properly. 
healthy. Okay. Um, but it's but it's it's a it's a lot of movement. Of course, yoga really helps to free things up. Working out, you know, uh, different types of stretching, but breathing is huge. It's at okay. the core and how you breathe. Okay. Okay. So you had mentioned that the lung capacity, you start to keyword start, um, start to your lung capacity, your breathing capacity starts to reduce. And you mentioned about it can be reversed because the moment that people hear like, Oh, you know, uh, my breathing starts to be reduced. So now this is my excuse to either just not do nothing or you become paranoid and then just, you know, have whatever kind of effect, but you did mention keyword is that it can be reversed. So what are some of the things that you recommend to reverse that and improve that lung capacity? Well, at the core, it's it's what we do. So, you know, you use you use one of our devices. Um, actually, I can, I'll demonstrate. Yeah, go, ahead. So go ahead, go ahead, take, go ahead. Take one out. This one's the medical one. We have one for performing arts, one for athletes. I don't know. Um, I don't have the athletic one here right now, but... Okay. It's real simple. You there's dial settings on each side, inspiratory and expiratory. So the inhale setting, exhale setting. Okay. You know, you hold it like this. Put your lips on it. The mouth, the mouthpiece is actually scientifically designed that way. Okay. To stimulate, um, the muscles around the mouth because we actually help with speech too. This does a lot for speech. Gotcha. gotcha. So just you'll put it in your mouth, and a typical protocol is ten reps two sets twice a day so okay. that's five minutes in the morning to 10 minutes five to 10 minutes at night and that okay. is a typical rmt workout so okay. you'll take i'll just do a couple breaths with it okay go ahead and i've got my hand on my diaphragm down here okay and it's just to check because you've got to belly breathe this has to all be calm okay. shoulders aren't moving chest isn't moving okay. you're just you're just activating the diaphragm that is the key with this so this helps strengthen that actually giant muscle down there it's a smooth muscle and people do not realize how important that the diaphragm is to your success so that's one thing another thing is is get back to try to get back to deep breathing one okay. one thing that we've learned from the recent studies work we did with Mount Sinai, Mayo Clinic, Advent Health, and others with a lot of different people is that we would lead in with, hey, you got to use our device. You got to do this. This gotcha. is going to change the world. It's great. It's awesome. We've been doing it for 40 years. No, we learned the hard way, especially with COVID, that the dysfunctional breathing, it's almost like how you teach people how to squat. Right. You know, there's a lot of ways to squat and there's yes, a lot sir. more ways to squat incorrectly. Yes. So if you're breathing incorrectly, you're going to keep on compounding it. Right. So we realized that everybody, I call this the great reset. So this was, these are one of the, this is one of the big findings recently that we learned is that everyone has to start at a baseline. It can be one day to 14 days. So you start just with a five, five breathing pattern. You're breathing in for five through your nose and you're exhaling for five. You do that for 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night. And what you're doing so, is- So say that again, you breathe in for- You breathe in for five seconds. Okay, so like- Breathe out for five. Like, okay, let's try it. Okay, okay, so- You do that for about 10 minutes. 
Okay. And what okay. that's doing is it's retraining, it's retraining your systems to get back to proper breathing and your belly breathing the whole time. It's through your belly. It's gotcha. almost, it's almost like you're meditating, but you're sitting gotcha. anywhere quietly. Just do that 10 minutes. Then you actually use the device. So what okay. we've learned. Let me that, ask you about this device before, um, sorry to interrupt. That way you can pick back up. So this device, does it, does it sit, does it, does it restrict breathing or does it kind of teach you to, to breathe exactly? What is the function? And the reason why I'm thinking about this question, because it reminds, it reminds me, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. I don't know if you've ever seen those elevation masks that were kind of yeah. popular, maybe about two or three, um, years ago. Uh, yeah. I had one probably about four or five years ago and that helped me stop panting so much when I would run, I would run with it on or just exercise, but mainly, um, well, I mean, weight lift, but mainly when I would, when I would run, cause at first when I would run, I would, but because, you know, the oxygen flow, um, was kind of restricted a little bit. It taught me how to breathe in and while I'm running and, and, and exhale. Now, does this device do the same thing or is it something totally different? Well, I, I remember that device. It got it was made famous in the Super Bowl um, with the Seahawks. Actually, okay, and okay, a okay. Guys were using it on the field, okay. and it just exploded overnight. Well, it tries to mimic altitude, but yeah. the only thing yeah. that mimics altitude is altitude because your blood gotcha. has to get thin. If your blood doesn't get thin, you're not mimicking altitude. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it 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 was it was doing part of it, and that's what it does. The settings the settings on the device are the resistance. So you're breathing under resistance. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, you, gotcha. and your inhale and exhale are different. They're different pressures. So you have to set them at different rates. It's, gotcha. you, know, you, you, you usually you're more powerful on the inhale. Some people mm -hmm. are more powerful on the exhale, um, okay. especially performers. But, gotcha. Um, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. And uh, before I cut you off, you were leading into um, something about uh, more, a little, just a little bit more about, about that device, unless you've already covered, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, yeah, we're, we're good. Okay. 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 So with that being said, what are the, the top five contributors to low energy sleep, sleeplessness? I can't say that word today and anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I alluded to this earlier is that, um, this became my passion and my purpose for, so over the next 10 years, I am trying to fight. I'm trying to. I'm trying to beat this and and beat the battle of low energy sleeplessness and anxiety. And you know, personally, I'm I struggle with apnea. I'll sleep. You know, I'm I have really bad sleep. Uh, I have low energy since COVID, and anxiety hits me. I'm I'm you know I'm constantly on the move, doing a lot. Right, right, right. So this hit me home personally. Gotcha. So, years and all the research way so when we're born you know it's a constant fight to get back into the state of homeostasis your body's always trying to get you back in balance it's right. what it's going to do from birth till you die and um what what leads to the low energy sleepless and anxiety is recovery insufficient recovery you're not recovering or you're on this loop like you said you're you're just in this loop and it just keeps right. on compounding right and everything just gets worse right and right. It, and a key to this so to get to the five you know 
I have ten. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I mean, maybe well, I can. Your 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 top ones out of the ten. One thing that sticks out that I'm looking at right now is uh, the Mike Tyson effect. I like I yeah. like how you yeah. put that. Yeah. Um, this one's big, and you know we've got we've got um, national competitive athletes as kids. So I I of course test on our kids besides um, people that we work with, but and we learn this. I learned this from army rangers, special forces, because they prepare and prepare until they show up and they get dropped in the wrong zone. Um, they're behind enemy lines. And the next thing you know, they're punched in the face. You know, it's the Mike Tyson yeah. effect. Everybody's get a, got a plan until Mike punches you in the face. <laughs> exactly, exactly, so, exactly. <laughs> so you yeah. got to switch from doing life, expecting things to go your way. Right. Instead, what you do is you plan for it, but you adapt. You have to adapt to what it's, giving you and what you do is you step away from the outcome if you're outcome driven that's what causes the despair and causes the anxiety so it's it's step away from the outcome plan but but just adapt adapt to what it gives you adapt to what life gives you today yeah that's important i was listening to this podcast a couple couple days ago and they said something uh not verbatim what you said but um about disconnecting from the result and that is profound but at the same time i got kind of confused but i understood it you know you can hear something like you're confused but you understand it because it changes your way of thinking and you know we are results driven right um we want a desired outcome and especially you know like you you're a busybody, uh you're a creative you're an, an innovator and you're in charge of so much so you have to see results you have to see results but with all that being said you have to untrain your mind and to say, I cannot be so attached. I think that's what they're getting at. Be so attached to the result, because if it does not turn out to exactly how you have it in your head, then it may have a negative effect on you. And then you can just disassociate or disconnect or dismiss the actual result. The result can still be good, but if it's not exactly like how you envisioned it, then, you know, you can almost ruin, you know, every, everything that it took to get to that point, to that result and the people who helped you get to that result. So what you said was, was very, very profound. So I completely understand it. Now you mentioned like the Mike Tyson effect. What about uh, like your emotions and, and stress? What are some of the things that you recommend that people can do to reduce their stress, to increase their, um, their, 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 their respiratory capacity? Well, before I get that one, can I do, I want to get to biology. Yeah, Let go me, ahead. Go ahead. I'll, go I'll ahead. hit that one. Go ahead. But, you know, if we understand the biology of, of energy for a human, there are two ingredients to a human having energy. It's oxygen and food. Okay. People realize that. Yes, attitude, other things, but it's just oxygen and food is what actually creates energy in a human. So oxygen efficiency is key and that's smart breathing. And then of course, clean food. So um, not that I'll expand on that, but, but it, it's good to know that, like, if you know, okay, if, if I'm, if I'm putting in and if I'm, I'm efficient, the way that I process oxygen and CO2 and, and we, and if we have time, I'll get to a couple that people can take away and keep and do yeah. use for the rest of their life. Um, so stress going into, you know, stress induced emotions, they, they suck a huge amount of energy out of us. They do. Right, right. And one thing that, that I've been testing that works, it's, it's called TFAR, 
T-Far, okay. What you think leads to what you're feeling leads to your action. Thinking, feeling, results. Thinking, so, feeling, action, and thinking, thinking, feeling, results. and action, and results. Gotcha. T-Far, right? You can't get emotional until you think of something. You have to be thinking right. of something to get emotional, right. positive, or negative on that. So you're right. what you're thinking leads to the feeling, and then you start doing or not doing. You actually give up or you move forward. Right. And especially in sports, you know, you're in a comp competition and, and you're being beat. The other yeah. guys are winning and you got to just go deep inside and, and right. not attach to that. So, right. Right. Um, another one about sleep. I want to touch on sleep. So right. everybody talks about sleep, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I'm just going to say, tape your mouth. 60% of us are mouth breathers during sleep. And it okay. just leads to forget about the snoring. It's just, I could just do a laundry list of all the negative effects of it. Gotcha. So there is tape. It, as soon as you need to really breathe, you can break the tape. There's tape made just for that sleep okay. tape. Just okay. put sleep tape on at night. Um, first off, your spouse will will thank you for it if you're right. if you snore a lot. <laughs> right, right. And your sleep will improve. Just try it for a week. Um, right. It's it, again. I don't have to get into. You have to have a dark room, no technology, an hour before. Everybody knows all that stuff. But yeah. I just want to give you one little tactic Go another ahead. to do any of this that i said it's really important to track it gotcha. so of course there are great watches there's the aura ring we've done studies with the aura ring and, and other uh okay. connected devices and key things are your hrv so variable heart okay. rate that okay. is so important respiratory rate sleep and your activity okay. so those are those are basics and watch that hrv because guess what um guess what are two big predictors of longevity you know how you can predict how tall your kids are going to be you can check their bone the distance between their bones um yes blood pressure heart there are, there are other things but hrv is one of the leading predictors of how long you're going to live now the science okay. is now behind it so that's the variable heart your variable heart rate and then okay. your lung capacity so lung capacity does determine how long you're going to live so those two things really matter that's why it's really good to watch your HRV. So track it in your sleep. So okay. you need a device, a tracker that tracks HRV while you sleep. Okay. Can you define what HRV, what it, what it stands for, for those who don't know? Yeah. It, it shows how quickly your heart adapts to each breath and to okay. each external and in, internal input. I got you. Does it stand for something? Isn't it acronym HRV? Or that's well, just the label it's, of it. It's reverse, but it's variable heart rate. I don't know. Oh, why okay, you did HRV. say that. You did say that. You did, did say that. You did say that. But it's called HRV. <laughs> yeah, we're just heart making sure. <laughs> okay. I don't know why people say it, but it is. It's heart rate okay. variability. Okay. Um, um, so really, I should just call it heart rate variability. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a powerful measure. And before people could wear these sensors that are on you all day or yeah. during the night, well, there's no way to do it unless you had tens of thousands of dollars and go to the doctor every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Technologies, technology, I think, is way behind what we think it should be, but sometimes it really works. And this is a time where it works. Yeah. You mentioned uh, earlier about uh, sleep apnea, right? Um, full disclosure, and I don't think I've even told anybody uh, on my podcast uh, this is that um, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea, with obstructive, you know, sleep apnea um, 
this past summer. Now, there's nothing new. It is nothing new for me. Uh, probably about when I was 26, I'll be 41, actually, a week from tomorrow. Uh, about when I was 26, 27, um, I was like 100 pounds heavier than what I am now. And uh, I suffer from it and end up getting on, um, you know, as far as uh, the sleep apnea machine or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. And uh, eventually, like, I, that's when I dropped 187 pounds. And I uh, just took myself off. I, not anything as far as a doctor, you know, I was just went full rogue. I went full rogue. But um, I was suffering from just tiredness. I was suffering from tiredness like earlier, earlier this summer and uh, long story short, ended up getting on, uh, um, you know, going to the doctor, getting checked up and everything like that. Um, finally had some insurance. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur and CEO and just moving around, moving around, moving around, moving around. And so long story short, ended up getting on, um, getting a sleep apnea machine. And I have the one that uh, inserts in your nose yeah. at night. And so when you talked about uh, closing your mouth, when you when you sleep and then the one I got the the chin strap one uh because that's kind of the the deal that I had before but I said all that to say is that I have been feeling better when I wake up so for people who wake up groggy um of course everybody kind of you know wakes up groggy it's like oh man back on the grind got to pay this bill got to go to work and, and 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 do this but I just said all that to say is that it has helped it has helped even when I wake up because my body is more recharged than what it was six months ago or eight months ago because I'm finally resting. And uh, just a couple of nights ago, I just really started focusing on um, the app on, on my watch to start tracking my sleep. So I want to see yeah. exactly how my body is responding to, to everything. So everything you're talking about with technology, uh, keeping your mouth closed <laughs> when you sleep, being a, um, a nasal breather. You mentioned that, um, and you're going to dive, dive more into that, but I just wanted to, to tell you that because you just, you know, you said about, you know, far as sleeping and, and sleep apnea, I'm like, let me, um, at least share this, share this with them. Sure. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yep. So I'm glad that you're, and I was on a machine too. I, I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing it. I I'm doing better. Actually, the device actually works for okay. um, sleep apnea. So what it does okay. is, you know, part of it, it depends what you have. Gotcha. But, but that opening, your opening must be not, you know, mine's like uh, 70% closed. Gotcha. Or, gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, and I don't know the percentage. And then I, yeah. So um, it's that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll Let me do one more because you, you alluded to it a little bit about the anxiety. So in advanced societies, it's and COVID was part of this. So since COVID anxiety has gone up across the world by over 25%. Wow. The CDC reported that. That's an enormous jump. I yes. and I don't understand why we don't see the results of it more. There aren't more fights breaking out in the streets. And, <laughs> but but the theory is there's there's a a, maze, a maze or there's there's something going on that's just we're not all it's we're not all back and um gotcha. this, what it's called in the advanced society, it's continuous partial attention. So what this is, is and, and emails and smartphones are the le leading cause of this. And it leads right. to shallow breathing. Shallow breathing, boom, leads. Right, you know, right, it's, right. It's right. not good. It makes you right. think you're fighting or freezing or, or fleeing. So right. be aware of that. When you're on email, watch how you hold your breath. And you're not even breathing while you're doing email. You know and, what? And Do you you bring this, up a good point because I didn't know what that what that was. And even when you're talking about email, I honestly believe 
um, my side kind of tinfoil koofy hat is like each one of these apps, they respond different or my, or I respond differently. Let me put it like that. I respond differently. Um, let's say just for instance, like Twitter, right? I can only be on there for so long, you know, Instagram, I can only be on there for, for so long. And when I'm scrolling, there's like a different type of feeling. Like you said, you're kind of holding your breath and maybe that's what I'm doing and not really conscious about it. I don't know why, you know, but it's just kind of one of those things to where it's like almost a race, right? You open the app and flick, 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 flick. And it's like, you know, you're, you're, my breathing changes. And it's like, let me close this out. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't have no clue why I'm doing that. So by you mentioning that, I'm like, okay, like he <laughs> makes a great point. And, well, and yeah. And the continuous partial attention, what it is, is we're never not, I won't say all of us, but you know, part of reducing stress is living in the moment. It's gotcha. separating yourself from the income, but outcome, but being in the moment. So this partial attention is you're just, your phones, it's, it's always in the back of your head that it's there and you got to get to it and you got to, and you're on 24 seven, right. at least while you're awake. And, and it, it does get to us. It breaks you down. And if you don't notice, if you don't, the whole thing is that you have to step away. You have to reset. Yes. You right. need time to re-energize. You're right. Um, or, it, or you you're don't improve. Right. 100%, 100%, 100%. And you're so right. I was just talking to my friend about this earlier today because, um, probably about three, four weeks ago, I ended up actually deleting the Facebook app, the actual just app. Um, I was just on there a lot, waking up, checking analytics, checking this number, you know, how many views that I get on these reels or, you know, all kind of just crazy stuff, trying to just keep up. And I'm like, you know what? I need to take a step back because it was causing me anxiety. It was causing me to be anxious of, like how you said about being so locked into the end results, because I'm going to bed with, hey, I want this result when I wake up. And I was so mentally committed that I need this, I need this, I need this result. And I did not see that or those results. And then the levels come down. And this is within the first five minutes of me waking up, let alone this, you know, this alarm clock is just and, and, and going <laughs> off about five o'clock in the morning and go in the other room, turn it off. And then it's like, okay, let me open the app. Let me see what messages that I, that I have. And then it's boom, you know, within five minutes and this can't be good. This is what I thought to myself. Like, this cannot be good. Let me just delete this. Cause it's me, you know, it's, it's, it's me, it's, it's me. And so just with that being said, you're, you're so right. And like I said, I had this conversation with my friend earlier about just deprogramming yourself from whatever it is. You know, I still have other apps, but for some reason that app was, or how I was reacting to that app. Let me <laughs> clarify how I was reacting, how I was responding to that app. And I said, something has to change and it has to be me. So let me just delete this. Let me just delete this because, you know, it was affecting, you know, my mental, um, sure. or I was letting my mental be affected by being locked in to those, to those end results. Now, earlier we talked about, um, 80 to 90% of percent of humans have some form of breathing dysfunction or dysfunctional breathing. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that and how we can hopefully fix, hopefully fix it and correct it? Sure. Um, I was touching on it a couple of times. And so, so it's, it, it creeps up on you. You don't even notice it. The, right. the easiest way to see it, like I can, I can walk into a restaurant or anywhere 
And if I want to, I'll just look at people and I'd like to go up to them and go, wow, if I could only show you the proper mechanics, um, you could, you could improve. So the easiest way to look at it is that is monitor yourself. Are you, are you, you know, how many breaths are you taking a minute? Does it feel shallow? Do you feel out of breath? Yeah. When, you know, um, and it, and the other thing is that you just start breathing higher and higher up in your body. Gotcha. We don't want our stomachs to go out, right? Oh, I look fat or whatever it is. But yeah. so, so you tend to just breathe up higher when you're out, but you got to get back to belly breathing. That's, that's quickest, easiest. Let me give you the simple, instead of making this complex, just gotcha. get back to belly breathing belly and breathing. you will fight some of that dysfunction. And then the other thing is watch yourself when you're doing email or you're on your phone, just, right. just monitor that. You, what it is, you have to monitor your autonomic nervous system. Okay. That's your automatic, if you know, if you want to, the other word for it, it's your automatic stuff that happens. Your sympathetic and parasympathetic. Your sympathetic, sympathetic is your fight, flight, or freeze. And then your parasympathetic is your rest, digestion, and breath. Well, the quickest way to affect that is through your breath. If yeah. you can change your breathing pattern, you can hack into your heart rate. You can hack into, you can, you can affect your blood pressure. So changing to a slower breathing pattern if you want me to i'd love to share you tell me when you want me to and i'll share a couple breathing go patterns go ahead can. go ahead go ahead okay go ahead. go ahead go ahead so we just finished a resilience study with frontline mds you know they're in the middle of covid they're in they're in the middle of operating on people i mean they're they're in high tense situations a lot and this is at mayo clinic top hospital in the world they attract the top doctors in the world. Well, guess what? They have some of the highest um, suicide and, and other issues because it's the top. Right. So we did a study with, we did a study with a number of um, doctors and we helped them in three weeks, reduce their stress by 18%. And awesome. all they did is use, they use the athletic one, the, the black one of this breather fit. Okay. They use that in the morning at night, five minutes a day, and then they had these breathing patterns. We call them during situations okay. and, and life throws situations at you all the time. That's why you have to adapt to life. So one of the most popular of the seven techniques we gave them to use was called the calming breath. Okay. So when you know yourself panicking or getting into stress, you do this for one minute. It's a four, six, two pattern. That's in for cool. four through your nose, okay. out for six. Okay. And then hold for two. So in for four, one, two, three, four, out for six, hold for two. Okay. Do that for just one minute. So that's one. That's the coming. Okay. And that worked. Four, six, two. The other thing that was big with them was sleep prep. Um, you know, they're going, going, going. It's and they got to get their sleep. They got to get at least six hours of sleep. So sleep prep is really simple. It's just four, two, four, two. Inhale for four, pause for two. Exhale for four, pause for two until you fall asleep. So that could be wow. Okay. Five to ten minutes. Okay. Um, that's a tough one. You know, um, it's it's try it. Sorry for the. I won't move so the camera. Won't <laughs> that's move. all good. You've been you've you've been moving and it's been yeah. fine. It's been, been fine. Moving. It's been fine. Yeah, like it's all move. good. Yeah. Okay. So you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the four, two, one, the sleep prep, and then what's the next one? It's um. The sleep prep is four, two, four, two. And then this four, one's, two, four, let me two. give you okay. a couple of really cool ones for athletes. Okay. Now this one is really important. It's called the sigh. So okay. what you'll do is you'll 
this one only takes 10 seconds. So these are when you're in the moment and you have to change your, you have to change yourself. So you breathe in for five, exhale for five, and then you must do a sigh and you must make a noise. You have to make the noise because you have to stimulate the vagal nerve. Okay. You know, the vagal nerve is the vagrant nerve. It's, it's the longest nerve in the body. And that noise actually stimulates it and it calms it. So you breathe in for five, out for five, and then oh, gotcha. the and, you, and you feel the shoulders go down and then you do a shoulder shrug. So in for five, out for five, oh, and then shoulder shrug. That's an instant calming. It is, you'll see you, you're in the heat of battle with your wife or you're with your kids or at work. It instantly saves you from saying something or doing something you're going to regret. Real wow. quick, 10 okay. seconds. Okay, 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 okay. I need that. Sometimes my my <laughs> attitude, I'm a, I'm a firecracker sometimes. And I need to, what uh, we would call it yeah. called, you know, woosah, rub your ears and just, just deep breathing. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the last one I'll tell you, I got more, but I'll stop at the red line. This okay. one's really good for athletes in a competition. And I've seen it. I've seen it demonstrated. We, we, we tried it. So um, some competitions there's, you know, I'll pick your sport. I'm, I'm just going to pick surfing because yeah. in surfing, you're out there for 15, 20, 45 minutes, depending on what type of heat it is. You're sitting out there in the water. Other people are catching waves. You're not, you're just, and you're like, Oh my gosh, it's only two more minutes or four more minutes in the heat. I've caught one wave. I'm in fourth place. I'm done. It's over. Mm -hmm. And that's redlining. You're actually redlining. You you've given up gotcha. and you've got to make that change. So here, here's this one. Okay. What you do is you get out of yourself. You look to the horizon and then you try to have peripheral vision. So you're looking straight, but you're seeing everything within 180 degrees. Gotcha. Look to the horizon and just look for, for a moment. And while you're doing that, you got to think of one thankful thought. Um, yes, it can be gratitude. I like to say thankful. I'm a believer. I believe in God. I'd rather say thankful. So you think of something you're really thankful for. Gets you totally out of the competition. So I know in some competitions, you have to be there. But in a lot of sports, you actually can take this 30 seconds. This is about 30 seconds to reset. And maybe you do have to, maybe you do have to stop running and stop what you're doing because you're losing, you're giving up, you're, you're fading. So stop and, and, and do this. So you look to the horizon, think of something you're really grateful and thankful for. And then while you're doing that, take two to three breaths and you do the calming breath. You do the four, six, two. And this actually takes less than 30 seconds. So mm -hmm. look to the horizon Try to have peripheral vision so you're not focusing on any, anything. Mm -hmm. Looking up actually triggers something in your brain. I won't go deep into that right now, but it actually, it means something. I'm saying it because it really is proven scientifically. Then you think that thankful thought takes you out of the moment and do it and have those two to three breaths, four, six, two. Next thing you know, you're back. And I've witnessed it. I've given that technique to a couple athletes mm -hmm. and you saw the turnaround. You saw them during a competition change. Mm -hmm. So I've witnessed four times. I've seen this happen and I've given this secret to my kids. My kids use it too. Good, 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 so. good, good, good. Yeah. This has been wonderful. Wonderful. Mark, you talked about um, the Mike Tyson effect. 
<laughs> the 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 correlation from the the car cardio uh, respiratory system, you know, all that. How was one? I learned something new that the left lung is smaller than the right lung. You know, you learn something new every day, and I'm thankful for you uh, for that. And I'm sure my listeners are just as well too. Tell everyone where they can reach you at, um, where they can possibly um, let's speak this into existence. Uh, get some pre-orders for your your breather X and all of your your medical devices website social media tell everybody where they can contact you at for more information to um, to see what you're all about in pn medical sure um you can reach me at pn medical pnmedical.com um in the about section you can reach me or find me on linkedin mark a carboni or on twitter I just started Instagram, gonna starting TikTok. It's gonna be a blast. TikTok is gonna be so fun. Uh, so reach pnmedical.com. I'm also writing a book about this. I'm writing a book about the low energy, sleeplessness, and anxiety because I think it's affecting the world. Right. And we all need this. This I call it. It's a world reset. We do. Right. Um, yeah. Right. So um, I'll have all of his information in the description box fires his website um his updated tiktok his updated instagram he's going to be everywhere for you and uh we are going to keep in contact with mr mark carboni and if you found inspiration in today's podcast with mr mark carboni and would like to support then sign up to my weekly newsletter the success fitness newsletter i will have the link in the description but once you sign up you will get a 10 percent discount code to my new e-cookbook what to meal prep for beginners it has three recipes for one high protein meal that's under 600 calories step by step written and visual instructions and it also comes with a free workout ebook and once again the link will be in the description box i want to thank mr mark carboni for appearing on the success fitness podcast and this brings us to the end of another episode of the success fitness podcast and thank you for listening thank you for taking time out of your day and remember if any situation is not making you stronger simply chant more weight more weight more weight or do the 462 breathing method that Mark taught us. I want to thank you all. And Mark, I wish you much peace, much prosperity, and much blessings to you, your family, and your business heading into 2023. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, brother. God bless. Yes, sir. <laughs>